This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. You're listening to the best of Fubar Radio. Myself and Michael Payne are here with the king of R&B, Craig David. How's it going? So good. How are you? 
I'm so good that I'm around you. This is so exciting. <laughs> no, it is an enlightening experience. The I energy's so. right in the building. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good, in it? Absolutely. We are, well, personally, I'm loving One More Time, your brand new single. It's Thank so you. sick. Thank it's you. got that perfect Craig David vibe. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Wicked. It's nostalgic, man. But it, it's like a 2016 twist, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it would fit right in in the in the sort of genesis of Craig David mm. but at the same time it's a it's a really sort of mature hark back to it yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel like it's kind of just back in my my lane of what I always loved doing from back in the day yeah. but yeah. working with a, a guy from up in Manchester called White Nerd who produced when yes. the bass line drops as well yeah, yeah. yeah. having him produce it because he's young knows the vibe and he's like yeah yeah we can do the garage thing Craig but it's got to have that drop that's 2016 it can't be what was going on back then and the fact he found that balance for me absolutely because even when the bass line drops that's how I would describe it it's a modern take Mm. on you know that sort of nostalgic bubbling music it's fully oh, you just bubble to it you're starting to see people come back out with the yeah yes absolutely for me that never left that never left the music changed slightly but I was still you're doing still, that you know? still yeah. I was still doing that the craziest thing is I'm seeing like 11 even younger actually to be honest, but 11 12 year olds tweeting saying oh have you heard this garage banger there's this new artist called Craig David yeah. oh my How's god that? no alright but that, in that's all the honesty. best thing that you get that next wave of fans that Amazing. don't know about the old stuff which is the best stuff but do you feel slightly hard done by when they do talk about you as a new artist considering the amount of albums you've sold <laughs> the, 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 the amount of lives you've touched you know what I mean mm. like from so long ago mm. do you kind of feel a little bit like you maybe could have did your research before you tweeted that. <laughs> Do you know the weird thing is well, you kind of mentioned it then. The people who who did get touched by it, they know. Yeah. yeah. So you, you already they already yeah, the, the, the millions of people who did get it, you already know the drill. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. When when I when I see those tweets, it's exciting because I'm seeing two generations like coming together. Yeah. And especially yeah. within a household. This was funny to me because I've had so many like people who grew up with my music so saying do you know what I was having it out with my kids the other day yeah because my kid was coming up to me telling me yeah I got this brand new garage tune from this guy Craig Dave you heard that love yourself cover is sick and then the, <laughs> the mum and dad said yeah but you don't know when I was raving at Coliseum yeah. to him when he was you doing the garage you to this tune I was like <laughs> wow that's amazing to me because I've never experienced that kind of cyclical kind of 15 year yeah. cycle yeah. and seeing two generations come together which it's kind of in some respects can be unheard of for an artist because yeah. you can come back as a nostalgia heritage kind of artist yeah. but to have new music getting loved that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. that's Crazy. the difference between you and other uh, nostalgic acts yeah people that's only want to hear the old stuff but people are really really embracing the, the new Craig David yeah, now. that excites me really yeah does. and I, I feel like you are pretty much at the spearhead of this um, you know this cyclical sort mm. of movement that's going on we are looking back to Two Step Garage and Grime and all the pirate radio station uh, yeah. genres that we used to love you know Know, and and you know there's so much uh, scope for them to be spread now so it's really really doing all the uh, all the good artists a favor including yourself you know um how how did it feel growing up sorry no, how, no, how did it feel growing up in southampton though it making the making the music you made were you no. did you feel like a bit of an outsider y- y- well i mean growing up in there you you all you know is the the environment that you're in but when I moved out to London I could in hindsight looking back I could see how the pace of life in Southampton was a really good thing for me because it allowed me time to breathe you know what I mean I was just a kid who's making his tunes and the the great thing with the new single is I got a quote from from the second verse it's so authentic as to what I was doing when I say Southampton I was raised in the days remember when we used to pick me up from raves in the days selling mixtapes instead of getting grades in my barbers getting a quick fade and a shape (laughs) I remember those times when I was like going through the latter part of me I was in college for a couple years and I was just like you know what I just want to go sell these mixtapes you know I might get a nice little crisp shape up and a a fade while I'm at it do you Mm. know what I mean and it was so kind of real to what was going on that I felt that the authenticity of the music I make now is harping back to those days when I was talking about things that were really going on in yeah. my life. And I think that shift for me, no one, no one cares for me to be talking about, let me see your hands in the air, yeah, let's get wasted tonight. No one cares. But <laughs> let next man do that. But yeah. when I'm talking from a from a, a sincere, authentic place and letting the melody just be simple and mm-hmm. R&B and garage, it feels like it's, Southampton allowed me that right. time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And did you, you know, you've you've been away. This is obviously your first solo single in six years. We've missed you. But you've been doing a lot of stuff. You've been producing. You've been in Miami. Mm. You've been doing your own stuff. Like, tell us a bit about what you've been doing while you've been hiding away from, you know, being on stage performing live. Um, 
I mean, I was recording lots. Um, I was doing lots of performances. Like the one thing that the, the early music did allow me is, is it touched so many people in different countries. So I'd be doing performances in different places. Yeah. But in terms of sort of in, under the radar and people being like, oh, okay, he's got new music. Or he's, people are like, yeah, where's this guy gone for a little while? So you're constantly doing stuff. But I think the, the pivotal point was when about a year and a half ago when I made the decision to move back into yeah. the UK for the simple fact that I just felt people I asked myself the simple questions of what makes me happy what am I doing this for where am I going yeah and when you ask those questions and you answer it from a real honest sincere place you start to unearth some real answers yeah and I realised that the one thing that always had my back which again affiliates with the lyric of one more time was music it, rekindling that love with something that I, I did when I was a kid back in the day just doing DJing to yeah. selling the mixtapes to putting out an album called Born to Do It and the whole journey it was just music and I love being in the studio I love being on stage and I was thinking yeah it's cool living the dream in Miami you got the crib you got a sports car that's not what makes me happy Trust me, even even as when a when a sports car is just like yeah okay cool. What, what, I heard what? I heard you have got a banging Ferrari though. Lambo. It, a Lambo Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, I know Lambo. nothing about cars, but, but it's no, not making you happy difference. anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I take off your hands gladly. You know? Do you know what? That's the <laughs> yeah, weird yeah. thing. Nasty said that too to me. He said, <laughs> but you've got your TS five written on it though, haven't you? You've got it. You've got it every, on there. You can't every, give it to anyone else. Every cloud has a silver lining here because <laughs> my the, what started three years ago is a house party in Miami. Thinking, you know what? You live in the dream. You kind of let's do a little house party. Of course, TS five people texting were coming around. A friend of mine said, how cool would it be to take this house party theme you've got and take it to, I don't know, maybe an island like Ibiza in, 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 in Europe. And I was like, it'd be sick if we could. Yeah. Three years later, I'm just posting an Instagram post saying we're doing like three, an eight-week residency at Ibiza Rocks. And I'm like, it shows you that there's always a plan A. Yeah. Plan, there's no plan Bs in the thing. Everything that seems deemed to be like, oh, well, what's going on? What's happening? Is creating something to yeah, you to get one. And I'm sitting here now today with, I'm seeing... Two tracks in in the top twenty five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just released a new record. I'm gassed that we're doing this interview right now. Yes. Life is good. It is. Did you it know is. it was going to happen though? <clears throat> when you kind of took a break and you stepped back? Did you kind of know I'm always going to go back to music, being you know you on the front line as opposed to producing or DJing, you singing and doing your thing? Did you know that, that was going to happen? Um, I feels foreign to me to not like take a song from creation and then go out and perform it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've written for other people and it, it's cool, but I. I don't know. I just, I just vocally love to kind of take it to that that place, and I know that as a performer, even when I was throwing the house parties, uh, the people would just be like, "Oh, you got to do one of your songs," you know what I mean? Because I love people enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's why I, I can rock. I can be a host of a party because I just want people to have a good time. So I want you to you feeling good makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that seems to have transcended in such a beautiful way in the last like yeah. eight months here in the and UK it's, it's, it's incredible what you do with the, with the sort of TS5 movement as well because I've seen you perform you know sort of numerous times back in the day obviously like mm. you know Club PAs when when um you know Garage and that was at its apex yeah. and sort of seen you perform now and like basically DJing and then just perf- it's it's incredible it's like a it's, it, it reminds me of like a non-cheesy mobile disco no no, you know, no 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 I'm completely with you bro it's you know what it, I've I've seen the the, the 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 kind of way in which expanded the whole EDM scene for DJs to become the rock stars of cool. the world. Yeah. I, I saw that movement where it was, it was Calvin Harris and David Guetta mm-hmm. and even R and B. So many R and B artists from Kelly Rowland, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Usher were doing the EDM thing. It, on, yeah. it was huge. Yeah. And what I did realize though is that there always seemed to be either you're an artist performing or you were a DJ mixing who maybe have an artist come on and do a quick yeah. PA. Yeah. But I thought, well, let me just go right back to basics. This is back to Southampton. Because that TS5 party I did in Miami was what I was doing just as a DJ when I was toasting and MCing and DJing when I was 14, 15 years old then. So what I'm doing now with that show is, I was like, why can't I play a throwback of someone else's or play an instrumental and do a little freestyle or play one of mine now and then kind of then jump into an extract and ad-lib around it until it became... TS5 and I felt that there was a gaping hole between the two and I just thought now nah, I've got to join this together yeah. especially when I saw DJs who are amazing coming to Miami to perform and people would go to the party because they were excited to be part of that DJ playing but yeah. they'd be at the table having fun as a group but yeah. not engaged as to what was going yeah. on they're yeah. like oh it's getting yeah, to the yeah. drop okay cool but I'm still not looking at the DJ no, you could have no. and I watched DJs from the VIP booth who who were like behind the, the console who were like doing shots of tequila and having I was thinking 
Well, obviously that can't be a full-on performance because you've got time to have a tequila shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a performer, I was like, and I just sort of tried to bring the two together. So I give an hour set of just performance. Yeah, it's brilliant. And the last time I saw you perform was at, uh, after the Brit Awards mm-hmm. at uh, the 100 oh, Club. Yeah, oh, that was be- so yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, I was there as well. You. It was wicked gig. It was Thank incredible. You. So Absolutely sick. Absolutely incredible. And Appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, it was, it was just that kind of like, it was a mix between, yeah, like I said, like a mobile disco mm. and like a, a, a sound system. You know, sound Jamaican system. sound system culture. Yes. You know? I mean, I grew up on, wow, Kilimanjaro, mm-hmm. Black Cat, Addis, yeah. oh yeah. man, Lord, Gelly, all these guys. So seeing it, that's why when I, I did recently um, the party on the moon stage with Shy FX, yeah. the Carnival, I remember going to Carnival when I was maybe 17 years old. It was around the time when Rewind was just breaking. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in the crowd. No one knows who I am. I wasn't even in the video as well. So I'm hearing the sound system heavy playing. And then girls going, Craig David all over you. And bare beautiful girls are singing out the name. <laughs> and, I, and I'm in the middle of it thinking, I'm here, no I'm here, but yeah. no one's going to believe it. <laughs> so, believe and, and I never ran over to the mic because I wanted to run over to the mic and just because it got rewound, pardon the pun, about four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to, to own it. And I never did. And then 15, fast forward 15 years to last carnival I went on stage for Party Moon it was a, it was an emotional one for me because I pressed rewind to play and I had to select and oh. I was like I'm having that moment of that 17 year old kid again yeah. oh, I've got man. goosebumps we're just talking yeah. about it I'll be, on, I'll be completely honest with you mm. Dirty Secret I've got I, I lost my virginity to rewind what <laughs> boop 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 gunfinger oh. genuinely Tra- genuinely listen do you see what I'm weirdly enough I think there's yeah, a lot of people that can say that as well genuinely it's Oh, it's mad it's to know that the music has you know, going back to like the effect that it has on people it's more than just me that, you know what I mean that's why a lot, I think artists at the start you're hungry you want to show the world what you're capable of but then it gets to a point when I've seen that I've influenced so many people been part of people's lives in such a way that you think this is something that you love to do just make more music yeah. I get more excited about looking on my Instagram seeing people turning up at the weekend to my tunes yeah. than anything but I I'm see like, that all over your socials you're always bigging up your fans like I saw that you did a little video for someone's wedding the other day oh, yeah, yeah. on your Twitter all yeah. that kind of stuff is so important I think because they're the, they're the people that are there for it's, you always it's the smallest thing you can yeah. do if you start to get into that that idea, ideology of, oh yeah I'm too big for that I ain't got time for that yeah. or oh no I don't want you to take photos anymore but yet when they stop taking the photos of you, trust me, you you'll feel it. Yeah. And what is it you're giving up? It's not even. It shouldn't even be an effort or a chore. What you took a selfie with someone. Now that person's gonna like be able to have one of the days where they're telling their friends and they're hyped. Absolutely. To yeah. Give yourself. Because yeah. when you give yourself, it's weird how the universe gives so much back to you. Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. I, I love it, man. Th- life is about giving and receiving because otherwise it doesn't work. Just quickly before mm-hmm. we have to go, uh, one more time is from your brand new album, which yeah. is coming out later this year. Can you tell us anything about it? Are you allowed to give us a title? Is it information? What What can you give us info wise about the new album? Um, okay, in terms of just the feel of it. Yeah. If you If you've enjoyed when the baseline drops, in particular, and one more time now. Yeah. We're going back to the ba- even Kay Trinada with Got It Good yeah, recently, yeah. which I released him. I've gone so back to the basics of it being R and B, garage, simple melodies, lyrics. Hopefully that you feel was yes. was written just about you, mm-hmm. and I'm not taking it all too serious. And I'm just going. And when I did that the first time around, it seemed to have that effect. And I know that this time I've, I've got so many songs that I'm going to have a tight album. Want to do it wasn't twenty five songs, just tight album that you get to the end. Hopefully, you're it like, was a playthrough LP, yeah, playthrough LP. I'm back on that again. So, um, I mean, and, and I'm in a good place. And like I said, the overwhelming love in this, in this country, in particular, has been something very, very special for me to experience. It's We've all lost our minds. I think you came at the perfect time because it was like we all wanted you back, and then you were just there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that, that means a lot. It's wicked. Thank you. Um, um, you're obviously playing loads of festivals. You've got Glastonbury. You've got Boardmasters. Loads coming up. Are you excited <clears> to be performing live like again <clears> all the time for the rest of the summer? Yeah, I mean the TS Five shows were something that is very new for me and exciting because. Yeah. I can literally pick and choose what I want to play. If I'm like, listen, if you, if you, if I saw the Gunfinger in the middle of the crowd and you were like, yeah, yeah, we need one of the dance or tunes, I'll draw for a dance yeah. or yeah, It's yeah. not a sort of rigid kind of band show that I sort no. of found that as much as I love that and I will integrate that into TS5, I love the freedom of it. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like, you know what? It feels like they're feeling the garage grime more. Yeah. Let me go that you can route. be reactive with it when you're yeah. a DJ. That's what a DJ was Absolutely. all about. Know I mean? That's why I've got so much respect for DJs because yeah. they, they're on the pulse. That's you what got, you need to be though. Yeah, you it? can't do a set at home and yeah, this is going to work and you go out there and you're like, 
uh, but it's not working and you've got yeah. to stick to it you've got to yeah. be I love that kind of stuff Absolutely. so um, before we go yeah. we play a little game on our show it's called Desert Island Dicks okay. it's, I know it sounds a bit weird <laughs> no, but no, no, I'm not Kirsty. I'm not nice from Radio 4 I give you six nice tracks to live on a desert island with <laughs> okay. I'm a dick and I give you one horrible track <laughs> right. that you are stuck with on a desert island so Craig David what is your desert island dick um, wow well, uh, let's think there's like you know the the old school jive bunny kind of you know the ones if you had that on repeat for the first time you'd be like okay come on the island it's hot it's the sun maybe I can just relax after the fourth fifth play on that 25 mix you are gonna it's different yeah you'll be on some looking at Wilson you know what I mean remember remember Wilson (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. for the people who know for the people who know Wilson look for Wilson (laughs) well thank you so much for coming to have a chat with us it's been an absolute pleasure absolute legend mate thank Thank you Craig David welcome back and please stay yes this time And Luke Courtier with you, Luke, mm. filling in for Doc Brown. And we have the one, the only, Paul Robinson, but also, a.k.a. Stefan Dennis. Yes. You did it as well. <laughs> Why do people call me Stefan? Because it's too posh, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stefan. What do you prefer? <laughs> Steph, Stiffy. Stiffy? Yeah. We can go with Stiffy. Mm. All my friends call me Stiffy. With, with a busy schedule. You would be missing the wife a lot, but you guys work together. You guys been yeah. together. How's that been going? That's been really good, actually. So, it's uh, 25 years between gigs for us. Really? Yeah, last time we worked together was 25 years ago. Wow. wow. Bloody yeah. hell. So that must have been... Um because correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm just going to tell you a bit about your life, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, All right, okay, Stiffy, please fill me in because I've forgotten. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys, she's from Glasgow, right? Your, yep. your wife, yep. Uh, yep. Gail, right? Yep. And your character, Julie, on the show, part owner of Lassiter's. No, she's not part owner. She, she is the, the owner. owner. The yeah, owner. She owns so the Quill group, which is a... 
conglomeration of hotels around the world. She, oh, she's mega rich. So she is your yeah, nemesis, she, yeah. arch nemesis yeah. on, yeah. on Neighbours. She makes Paul look like a pauper. But you guys met doing uh, uh, in, in a play together or something like early nineties. Yeah, you know, we did we did Aladdin. Oh, and she was a naughty chorus girl. Oh, my God, she was a naughty chorus girl. I don't know. Hang on. I mean, on stage. Oh, oh right. <laughs> I was going to say, do tell. Yeah. She, do was tell. A, she was a terribly behaved chorus yeah. girl. Yeah. Playing the character of terribly behaved chorus girl. <laughs> Gosh, she was really it was a real stretch. Part, I can tell you. It was a real stretch. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah. how, how's it been going? Because I know, obviously, the first thing that, well, you know, people would assume going, um, okay, she's, she's had a bit of a hiatus to look after the kids, too. Yep, yep. Comes back onto Neighbours as your arch nemesis. And you're the big dog on campus in Neighbours, you know. You and, like, you know, Harold Bishop and, you know, you Luke Carpenters and people like that. These are all, like, the staple thanks, big thanks dogs. Thanks for, you know, know what I mean? slotting me into that same No, category. but I mean, like, legendary. You're like, guys, yeah, the, right? no, I know I'm there, but, you here know. We, oh, here we go. The Kylie Minogue's. Ah, thanks the for Craig that. Donovan's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So, Craig, I mean, Craig Donovan's. Yeah. No? Not Jason Donovan. Jason and Craig Donovan. McLaughlin. No, no, Craig McLaughlin. <laughs> All right, yeah, I got confused. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah. That was my fault for picking on you, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, people would assume they go, "Oh, you, you probably hustled her a job." But apparently you were like the last person to yeah, find no, out. And, and that's it, because everybody thought nepotism was right yeah. in, that, in that little exercise. But no, um, she actually she auditioned mm. for a part of. Oh, can't remember the part, but a couple of years earlier, right? Um, and it was down to her and another actress, Simone J. Buchanan, um, who ended up getting the role over Gail. And but they kept her on on the the uh, the radar all that right. time. And then when this came up, and originally Julie was supposed to be an Indian woman. It was an Indian character because her two children on screen are Indian or Indian descent, um, because Mr. Quill was Indian. Um, but they said, well, no, let's go with Gail. Let's try this out. So she's it's. Julie Quill is Scottish. Uh, the two stepchildren now are Indian, and the biological uh, son is Australian. There you go. But you know, cool. It's the land of soap. Yes, that's it. It's <laughs> it. And they, you know, Australia just learning about multiculturalism. How's yeah. it work? How yeah. it works? Let's have it. Let's have it. I think that's that does that work? Like, yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, I was wondering, like, if you were like the last person to find out, how did you feel? Like, if she, your wife, turns up and goes, "Hey, I work with you now," and you're like. Oh, oh, thanks, God. babe. Great, yeah. to, great to see <laughs> no, you. Great to see you. That was really good. Yeah. But literally, I was in the office. I was in Jason's office, our EP, and uh, he said, we were talking about something. He said, oh, by the way, we cast uh, Gail as Julie Quill. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, and I did. I said, wow, well, you got the job. <laughs> How's it been going? Yeah, pretty good, actually. It was, oh, it was a bit freaky the first time, the first scene, because we, we do our lines together all, mm. every single night. She helps me with my, my lines, and now we're sort of doing it together, so to speak. Mm. Lines I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and chorus girl. Yeah, <laughs> Still a chorus girl. Well, and, <laughs> and um, yes, and, and, but we actually got on set in the very first scene in the studio, where they, and we're like, oh, that's a little bit freaky, uh, but it didn't take long to settle down at all. Of course. And then we loved it, and we kind of hope, I hope there's some sort of chemistry there, even though we're, we're enemies. They, yeah. D- despise yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, it's really great, because, you know, we get to hate each other at work and then love each other at home. Oh, oh yeah. Is that, mm. just don't take work home then? No. No? No. Never? No. Never? No. Never. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. It's so good. Well, um, we do need to jump into the nuts and bolts as well of, uh, of why you're over here because there's some pretty yeah. big things going on. So it's going to go to a song quickly. Mm. And Luke and I actually, we've devised an idea to really help you. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I need help. You do, yeah. massively. Yeah. Especially mm. from two jerks like us. Yeah. Mm. All right? yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Or two, my saviors. You know, two well-informed young men. Yes, yes. well-informed, well-spoken, <laughs> well-spoken young men. Well-spoken young men. Not me. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce Stefan or the difference between Craig or Jason Donovan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. Kept me out of it. But you know what a stiff he is. Stiff. Steph, you bloody mad mate. dog. You mad dog. Yeah. Hey, uh, one thing I, I uh, correct, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I did like about you, because apart from the fact that, like, your character, Paul Robinson, he's always been, like, a bit of a prick. With, with, with you know, a touch of, like, you know, oh, heartfelt, look after my family. But, you know, he's always been a little bit of the bad guy on the thing. But I, I know from um, from many, many sources that have worked on those for years and years that you're, like, not only one of the sweetest guys in the world, Right, but also I heard this is one one thing that I really liked <laughs> is that you do all your own stunts. Is that right? Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah, no, do, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is stunts on neighbours. 
Huge, huge stunts. <laughs> what are some of the stunts? Only, only tell me last some of the, week I was, I think I was me. wing walking. Really? Yeah. Wow, amazing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> One-legged wing walking. <laughs> but tell us a bit about some of the stunts, because I know you've, um, you, um, you're kind of pretty active like that, aren't you? Yeah, that no, I, I, have, I have, well, that, see, the funny thing about it is, yes, I do, I would do all my own stunts, but they won't let me because of insurance. Mm. I remember one time uh, Alan and I, Alan Dale and I, we were doing a, a thing, this is years and years ago, and it involved go-karts. And we went down, and both Alan and I are thoroughly into motorsport, and we love, you know, any sort of driving, and of course me as well with motorbikes. And, uh, and we go, oh, yeah, we're going to have a bit of fun. You know, we'll do the filming, but we'll have some fun on there. No, we weren't even allowed to sit in the damn things. Oh, damn. I was like, guys, come on. You know, we've both got CAMS licenses, for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, insurance. And I was like, okay. Um, but no, we, we uh, I do as much as I possibly can, but it's they don't let me do too much. They wouldn't let me fall off the roof, for example. Oh, yeah. dicks. Yeah. I know. Total dicks. I know. You, you, you just want to fall sport. off the roof. Guys, yeah. and, and the man yeah. stops you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Where do you come from? I don't know if I want to do this anymore, guys. Yeah. It's kind of taken all the. What's like the most ridiculous thing that they've said? Nah, we don't think you should be able to do that. Apart from getting into a go kart, that's, uh, yeah. that's got to be up there. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. one of them. Um, and we weren't even allowed to sit in uh, Jack Brabham's racing car, the very famous. Uh, do you remember that one, the, the Formula One car from I think from the sixties? And we actually had there was a storyline based around that with uh, with um, Fiona Cork's character, Gail Lewis, and. Yeah, we weren't even allowed to sit in it, let alone drive it. I can understand we, why we weren't allowed to drive yeah. it. It was, a, it was a Formula One racing car, yeah. even though it was from the 60s. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. That's oh. really a, little, a little bit precious sometimes, yeah. I always wondered know. if there was like some stunts sometimes when just the scene was just too emotional and it was just too hardcore. <laughs> and they were like, you know, we, we actually can't have our main actors do this because it's going to be too much. So like, it's going to be too upsetting. So yeah. we'll just get like, and you could get a whole career out of the guy that just came in and did the really upsetting stuff. Oh, <laughs> a bit like a stunt cry. Like anything, stunt cry. yeah, like like anything where he's like, no, Stella, stop it, I hate you. Like, no, okay, cool, we're going to call Tim. Yeah. Tim comes yeah. in, he's like, ah. <laughs> and all they do is they film the back of my head. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great career, earns tons of money. This that. guy, there's yeah. one guy. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so the neighbours plot. While you're out here, um, Paul Robinson, he's, uh, he's been a bit of a bad guy. Mm. Um, he's in trouble. So um, there's been a, there's a massive explosion at Lassiter's, yeah. and it kind of seemed like it was your fault. Your fault enough that you have to go to trial for it anyway. Well, yeah, you know, a little Supreme Court trial thing, you know. Not a big thing. Nah, nah. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, and somebody pointed it out on Twitter this morning, and they said, fastest Supreme Court murder trial ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, O.J. Simpson, you know, how many months? Yeah, but Paul, murder, uh, mayhem, all of that. Yeah, two days. Two days, yeah. two-day trial. Yeah. Um, but not the first time your character's been in jail as well, is it? No. No, you've been, you're a bit of an no, old hat. Yeah, yeah, no, he's been there, man, you know, been to the big house before. Yeah, what was that for? I can't remember now. Uh, that was for the, for when I left in, oh, no, it was 93, that's right, because um, I left in 92, and then they came back for the 2000th episode, I think it was, Um and that was when they came up with the storyline to bring me in and then take me out again very quickly, uh, where he embezzled all the, the company funds and, and uh, fraud and framed his brother-in-law. And, blah, 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 blah. and then he went on the run, Ronnie Big style, down to South America, did all of that. Um, and then in order to bring the character back, of course, he had to get back into Australia. And I happened to mention and I said, well, you know, you know Kind of can't really come back into Australia because yeah. he's a wanted man. And they went, ah, don't worry about that. We'll put him in jail. So, <laughs> so he's off, really? <laughs> off air. He served three years of a five-year uh, jail sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Justification. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, if it's fiction, it's we, we've got a fictional legal system. Uh, go, we're solved. I like that. I like that kind of story editing. You're just like, well... He couldn't really actually come back in. We'll just, just writing. It's yeah. writing. We'll just write it. It's fine. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, and that's the wonderful thing about soaps is, you know, in all honesty, you can, uh, you can, you can almost write anything. Yeah. and make it believable and the audience mm. it's not that they they just believe, it's that they want to believe it and that's I actually like the fact that they are that loyal mm. um, and they like the show that much and not just our show uh, you know any shows and I'm waiting for Paul Robinson to be you know, of, an offspring from an alien or something like that but there's been some crap <laughs> spin-offs of Neighbours like Home and Away and like oh crap ones you know yeah, yeah whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like uh, the 
Poor you, man's neighbours. No. Yeah. Poor man's neighbours. <laughs> <Poor man's laughs> I don't think that'd ever work, would it? No. I don't think so, no. It's no. a stupid name for a star. It is. I mean, in a way, it's like, yeah. make your mind up, dear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where are you going? Are you, are you wearing high vis or camo pants? Yeah. What are you doing, mate? You want to be seen or are you invisible? Fuck, <laughs> make your mind up. But anyway, so um, you were you were in jail. Yep. Uh, you're back out. Now there's been an explosion at Neighbours, uh, at Lassiter's, sorry. Yeah. You're on trial for it. Yeah. Have we? Are we allowed to reveal yet What's whether whether you've been convicted or not? Or I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, you can, because it happened about... Uh, Oh, you know, four hours ago. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Four hours ago. Okay. So well, we hang on, hang on. It's happening right about now again. Right. Okay. Because um, it's the magic of television. You miss it once, you see it again. Brilliant. Um, it's funny. I don't know how they do that. No. It's like, didn't that happen before? Mm. Yeah. Deja vu, man. It's mm. insane, isn't it? Mm. Do, you, do you do you experience deja vu yourself? Um, yeah, but it's only mm. when there's like a glitch in the matrix yeah. or something, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And then I'm really scared because yeah. I'm into agents and shit. Yeah. Do you totally. experience deja vu yourself? Yeah, no. You see what no, I did there? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Never had. Oh, that was that old gag, mom. That God. was smart. I, I was wondering, you, you wish though deja vu happened at a significant moment. Yeah. Like I always get it where I'm like, I think I had that same coffee. Yeah. And and he's always like, I think I just struck that same bit of grass, yeah. and it's that's it. I don't get yeah. it when I think, is that Barry, my arch nemesis? <laughs> 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 I wish I did. <laughs> uh. um, so even we we thought we wanted to help you. We wanted to mm. help Paul Robinson gotcha. because uh, I mean I mean going to jail it's a it's a it's a scary thought. I think for most people. I mean I was chatting to someone about this recently, a friend of mine. Mm. It's like a lot of people's biggest fear. Biggest uh, fear it, in life. It's got to be one of mine. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah, Ooh. you know, and that's the thing that you know in in television land we uh, we it's not that we treat things lightly, but you know you do stuff and then you go oh it's all right I can go home and you know, have the night with the kids and watch some yeah. television and all of that. Whereas in the real world it's like no I'm actually in jail. Yeah, I got to mm. you know I got to keep my back to the wall sort of mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and also- uh, and hope I'm not sharing a cell with Bubba. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I reckon that's terrifying. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah. I mean, I had a little brush when I was like, um, and uh, don't worry, we're not going to ask crime stories. We know that you're not going to do that kind of thing. So, like, when have you been arrested? Tell us everything. Um, but when I was 19, I was like, um, I, I, 17 or 18 or something like that. Yeah. But I was into graffiti and stuff and da, 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 and they got caught and had to get it. And they so nearly wanted to put me in jail just to make an example. Yeah. And it was like, I had to pay like a thousand dollar fine oh, and do all man. this community service. And, stuff. and I just made a decision right there and then. Mm. Never again. I'm never doing anything again to jeopardize putting me potentially ever in jail. No, so no, I was just like, no. man, too scary. Dude, way too scary. I'm always so pleased that I have an inbuilt phobia of breaking any kind of rule, (laughs) (laughs) big or small. Um, I say you're the boring one in the room. I mean, I stick to cycle paths like no one's business. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Yeah. he really does. He's good. Tear him up. Um, But we we wanted to help you because I mean, even though uh, Paul Robinson has been in jail a couple of times, yeah. you still need to be prepared. How was your trash talk? Are you ready? Because obviously, when you're in jail, yep. you know you've got to. Um, it's all about sh- the show of strength. You know what I mean? You don't. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, you turn into a bitch uh, straight yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Cause, that's bad uh, yeah, yeah. Please, can I sit down there? Please, that, 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 that no, won't cut it. That won't no, cut it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was your trash talk? Are you? Are you do you want some? I mean, obviously, we're allowed to swear on neighbours. We don't want to put. You, I mean, swear on uh, on Fubar. We don't want to put you no, in any any compromised position. We're I'm not asking allowed. you to swear, but. No, we are allowed. Maybe we can mm. help you. Mm. Okay. We can help you trash talk. We, I mean, we're full of trash talk. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, we don't, or we can do non-swearing trash non-swearing talks. Non-swearing trash talk. Like, Hugh, you got a line. you got a line formulating. Got a what? you got a you got a trash talk line formulating. Y- what? Y- in my head? Yeah. Oh, uh, do I? I can see it growing. I do. <laughs> I can <laughs> see it growing now. What about you? What about you, Steph? And what about you? What, how, yeah. what, without, yeah. obviously. Um, well, I, th- I think I have to do that. I think I have to turn it from. Um, p- please, do you mind? If, do you mind if I say, is this seat taken? Mm-hmm. To uh, hey, move over, bitch. Yes. Nice, bitch man. Bitch man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it cool? Is that is that hard? I reckon. Am you I getting hard? Yet? I reckon you can do a lot more than that. I, yeah. can, do a lot, I can do a lot. Mm. I can feel it like brewing up in you. Mm. I can feel the excitement and the, I can feel the contradiction in, inside of you of like, oh, I shouldn't do this, but I really yeah. want to. I, okay, wait for this one. <laughs> Hey, move over now, bitch man. Oh, nice. Is that, is that working? Is that nice. working? Okay, so, so just to put you in the sitch, he's budged a little bit, but he's <laughs> yeah. pretty much he's pretty much still still. Yeah. You wiggled. you Like he had a little wobble, yeah. but he's there. Yeah, yeah. He's still on there. Move over now, bitch man, or I'll stick my finger in your ice cream. 
pie. Mm, I reckon that could be a little. That's a little bit too close to tossing the salad. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone's okay. going to misconstrue uh, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 no. Actually, yeah. hang on. Yeah. I'll make I'll you a seat. Sit right here. Yeah, actually, my paws are a little blocked. Do you want to play mummy or daddy? Oh, you want to to play daddy? Okay, well, come over and put your finger in mummy's ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Come on, one more. You can do better than that. Come on. Trash talk. Trash talk. You're in jail. You're threatened. How about this? Someone's just, um, you're in the shower. Someone's just whipped your butt with a little wet towel and Mm. they've just gone, pick up the soap. Pick it up. Pick it up. (laughs) They've said that to me or I've said said that that to them. They've said that to you. And you turn around and you're threatened. You're threatened. You need to to stand up for yourself. What are you saying? Mm. I... I don't use soap. Oh! Hey, 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 hey. Oh, Daddy. Daddy. Nice. Scary. Daddy. Oh. Scary stuff. No. Uh, I'll just, just, just give you the set. He's gone, he's gone like, he's gone, whoa. But he's still there. He's still in your yeah. grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you knocked him a little. I won't be messed with. No. Because <laughs> no. I reckon. I'm a dirty guy. I reckon that could work. Ooh, you might have okay. someone turn around and go, what? You don't use soap. Do you have any idea how much bacteria is in a place like this? You really should be yeah. washing your hands for 13 to 15 seconds at a time with soap at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, Paul Robinson, I really think that you haven't thought this through. I think you really should be using soap. Or Pick don't go near him. Yeah. <laughs> You'll catch something. Love uh, it. I think you're going to do just fine in general. I, I think I'll survive. Yeah. 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 Mm. And yeah. if I don't, uh, it's your fault. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Your, your training yeah. was bad. Yeah, it yes. was, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why you came here, was yeah. for this. Yeah, I came for training. Look, what, look how I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're uh, you're coming up to uh, nearly twenty years all up on that. Yeah, I'm about to clock up twenty years. Yeah, probably in about another six months because I left. I was there from eighty five to ninety two, midway ninety two. So about seven and a half years there, and I'm, I'm also about to clock up uh, twelve years this time around. So yeah, 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 nudging it up. How do you feel, like, especially for uh, and you know, uh, say uh, Luke and I and people, you know, say we, we. I mean, I talk to a lot of people that are like, you know, sort of early twenties, mid twenties, and stuff like that. It's hard to stay in a job for two or three years. Mm. How do you? What is your advice for staying in a job for twenty years? Apart from the fact that you do have probably one of the best jobs in Australia. Uh, yeah, apart from that, um, there's, a, there's a lot of incentive. It's called three young children and a mortgage. Ah, uh, yeah. it's a good one. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. That um, just not. So, <laughs> um, but no, I did, you know, all, all corniness aside, it is such a great gig. I love going to work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I keep coining the phrase. Every, no, it's not a phrase at all. It's a, a thought. An opinion um, is I, I say to my wife, look, the morning that I wake up and I don't want to go to work, I don't think I should go to work because that means I'm stale, I've had it, and I shouldn't be doing it anymore. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Brilliant. I hate getting up early, though. I hate it. It's the only part of my job I don't like. And it is tough. Like, I, yeah. before I moved here, I was worked in breakfast radio for like three or four years, and that's like, you know, up at 3.30, at yeah. work at 4, yeah. 4.30, yeah. brain dead by mm. 1 p.m. Yeah. But see, you're lucky you don't have to learn lines. No, no, that early, you've got to do them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah buddy, yeah, buddy. Um, is there anything else? Like, I mean, obviously, uh, with, with neighbours, you know, contractually, it's going to be kind of tricky, but is there anything else sort of that you, you wanted, would like to do? I mean, I know you've got a... You know, say even you had a passion for motorbikes. You got a Thunderbird or something like that, don't you? Or yeah, how did so, you know that? Well, I know a lot about you, mate. I go through your mail. Ah, that's the that one. But is there anything that you would See, like? I was wondering like what that do? little perforation in the sticky <laughs> tape was all about yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wax seal yeah. is always broken. Yeah. And that's why I wanted you standing <laughs> on the other side of the studio before she so I could smell you for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there yeah, anything it, else? Yeah, no. I, I would love to. Uh, I would love to do more film. Uh, it's always been my ambition to do film, and uh, as much as I absolutely or doing what I'm doing and I'm not for a second do I want to leave because it's so good but I'm a greedy little bugger and I'd like to do too yeah you know, I, I want my cake and eat it too and you know fortunately uh, we've got very very understanding producers who uh, realize that you know if they if they want to keep people around then you sort of got to give them a little bit of leash as well and let yeah. them do other stuff otherwise actors do unfortunately act and crew as well you know the crew tend to get a bit stale as well and mm. so so if you can be sort of let off the leash a little bit and go into this and you know I, I, I uh, help make out by doing short films because I love watching short films and I love working in them. Um, but uh, I've actually there's, there's uh, a couple of projects that my brother's working on at the moment. One being a film, one being a, a miniseries, a hopeful miniseries. You know, these are very almost embryonic stage at the moment. But uh, trying to get finance and interest on those. 
that will be a breakthrough if that happens. Amazing. Um, <clears> he's <throat> also uh, he's put together with a, a colleague of his a uh, stage musical, which um, they want me to direct. So that's another string. Um, all right. So here we go. Nuts and bolts. Neighbours. It airs on Channel Five. It's weekdays, one forty-five and uh, five thirty. And this is the big twist at the moment. We just found out today. Paul Robinson is going to jail. How long did you actually? Oh. Are, we, are we allowed to um, like reveal uh, without giving away too much? We want people to go and watch it. Mm. But um, how 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 long did you get? Eighteen years. Eighteen years. A- unless he's good. Unless he, oh. you know, if he doesn't pick up too much soap, he'll be out in fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> how does that play on the, the character? So he's going to be a lot of scenes from jail now. I yeah. guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, two times to the sport. Everybody keeps saying to me, "Is there a spin-off series? Is, there, is, is Paul got his own spin-off show now?" You yeah, know, Prisoner Meets Wentworth. Yeah, what? I mean, what, what? How does that work? As far as, like, you know, you're gonna, are you gonna get lonely? I'm not gonna tell. Oh, <laughs> you just have to go and watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, man. Well, it's been uh, it's been such a treat having you in the studio. Oh, it's really good fun, good. guys. Yeah. Wait, what, how long are you here from? What else are you, are you doing while you're here? Uh, I'm. Uh, I think this is it for today. I'm going to go and watch a band. Go and watch an Aussie band tonight. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Uh, who's it, Jen? Can't remember. Somebody from... Jermaine Sisters. Jermaine oh, Sisters. That's it. Yeah, Paul, I nice should have remembered that. Um, Give them a plug. Yeah, going to go and see them and uh, have a few quiet bevies. Good man. Because um, I nice. can say that. So I can say bevies because we're yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a thing. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, and then hit the ground running again tomorrow morning until sometime tomorrow night and then again on Thursday and then I'll bugger off back to Australia Thursday night brilliant 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 adventure congratulations coming up to 20 years everybody loves you here everybody loves you so much here it pisses me off so (laughs) 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 Uh, we're going to get out of here Luke Cortier thank you so much for uh, for, uh, for sitting in for Doc Brown today pleasure to be here absolute jam and of course Stefan Dennis (laughs) now you can say no Stefan but are we uh, Luke and I like to call you Stiffy now or no because that's your nickname yeah 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 you're there there we've trained you you know we're all ready for jail now we'll be there we're hard <laughs> I, don't call me Steffi in jail. No, don't, definitely won't. No, no, no don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs>Hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, guys. Caused a major disturbance in the studio. Um, everyone panics because you weren't here. Oh, did they? Yep. Mass panic. Well, I thought I was, I thought it got it was on to, time. I, I have no issue with it, but it was 31 minutes past. It was. We were nearly going to have to have Will, the assistant producer, yeah. masturbating on air, and he was going to do it. Yeah. Well, I did see someone outside. Look like he's he was getting little, ready for yeah, it. Yeah, he's got yeah. a little uh, the, tor- the torch thing. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah. also what happened is is that when we went to the song, mm-hmm. um, Nat, right, she shoved a load of nuts in her mouth. Yeah. And, but this is reported speech, so no, no. I didn't say this. No. <laughs> but no, Nat, the producer, no. Nat, the yeah. producer... Well, why are you acting like Go that, on. Matt, if, if there's nothing was, to be ashamed of? I, well, if there's nothing to be ashamed of, why are you acting like that? You're not even you, fronting it out. I, you know you said something wrong, don't you? I did. I'm really sorry, Ben. Tell Ben what you said. Tell Ben what you said. Because we were late and we were panicking. I, I don't want to say it. You've got to say, say it now. Say I'm here now, Nat. He's right in front of you. Say Look him in the eyes and say what you said. And I was just lightly... I was hot. Yes. I was confused. I was eating some cashew nuts. Okay. And then when you said You're making it worse, now. You're making it actually worse. Where is this? Magic person. <gasps> no, no, that's not. Wait, that's not what you said. What did you say? Oh, God. What did you say? What, what, Look him in the eyes when you say it. What did you say, Nat? I said magic prick. 
Sorry. Where's the magic prick? Is what she said. Do you know what? I've heard. I've heard a lot worse. You don't look sorry. You don't look sorry. This is a lesson, isn't it, about not speaking behind people's backs? Oh, because I. Yeah. Okay. You said it behind his back. You called him a magic prick behind his back. It's worse if at the end of the interview she goes, "Yeah, he was a magic prick." Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's not just that though. I think it's worse that she's saying that behind your back, and then you come in, she's like, "Oh, nice see you, nice see you." Oh, I was like, "Sorry, like she's like, oh, were you late? I didn't even notice." Yeah. I'm, that, I'm saying now, like, lovely magic, Ben. That's that like, what she did. Good. That what she did is the fucking media all over. Yeah. That is the media <laughs> all over. That is. I know. It's girls like that. Girls like yeah, that. Girls like like oh, you, yeah, like going, you. Oh, yeah, all, just always girls. girls always like, girls. Yeah. It is right. Media gets now. All the media boys are perfect nice people, yeah, but the media lovely, girls like you, Nat. Yeah. Are, are all like that? Are all bad mouthing people? Then two kisses on the cheeks when they come in. I didn't. As he walks through there, you said, "Oh, Ben's a nice name." Into the mic, so no, you hear it. I did not say into the mic. <laughs> ben, Ben's I a nice name. name. Ben. I didn't say into the mic. Yeah, or... try saying that to Han Solo, mate. This is the weirdest start to an interview. Sorry, we'll get we'll, get we'll get back on track, mate. Sorry, welcome, Ben. Well, lovely Ben. Glad, welcome, glad, to lovely Ben. Glad to be here, I guess. Lovely magic Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I've not said a bad word about you at all. I right. just didn't like that she got away with that. I didn't it's like fine. it. It's good. So, I'm sorry. So she didn't get away with it. It's good. She won't, she'll think twice next time. I'll never. Magic prick. Where, stop, stop it. Stop where's saying. the magic prick? <laughs> Be your next guest. Stop. Where's this music it's prick? Music prick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to say if about Miles Hunt? It's late. Or where's this Miles Hunt come? Are you going to say that? I won't say the C word, but I will say prick if he doesn't answer the phone. Oh. Well, can you, well say it on air then. I'll say okay. Well, but you've got to say it on air. You can't say it behind people's backs. All right, fine. If you say it on air, no issue with that at all. All right, fine. Right. So Ben. Yes. Sorry, How long have you been a magic prick? <laughs> I've got. I've not got any information on him. All no. I'm going on is what you've told me about him so far. You said he was a magic yeah. prick. That's all I've got. Yeah. Oh that, well, that's, that's all I've got. You're not far off. Uh, no, oh I, I was a, a geeky, pricky kid at school, which is why I got into magic. That's pretty much what nice. happened. Nice. Uh, and then I didn't get a proper job and kept doing this. Was it? Is it? Was it a lot of bedroom time? There was a lot of bedroom time. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, if you if you were like the good looking kid or the talented kid who could play, you're good looking lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good looking Ben. You call him a prick. You call him a magic prick now. Yeah, a good looking one. But if you could do all that stuff, if you could play football stuff like that, you wouldn't sit at home doing magic. And it's because I used to sit at home a lot doing magic. Okay, okay. Really. So it was born of loneliness. Yeah, and it's like you hear sometimes musicians or comedians do exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Any any artistic person, yeah, artistically. I was gonna say artistic bent. That is a that yeah, is a phrase, isn't it? it? Is when you have phrase. an artistic yeah, bend. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, right. um, are you married? I am. You're about ten. I'm thirty. Are you? No, are you no thirty? Way. I'm no thirty. Yeah. Don't nap. It's thirty-two weeks ago. He won't take any compliments off you. Well, I, he I knows. He knows where he stands with you. Fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. You do look younger than thirty. Though, you Thank know you. That. Thank you. You look good on thirty. Cheers. Yeah. That's a stress-free life. It's just card tricks. That's it. Do you, have you ever done magic to rob a bank? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Have you been watching Now You See It, that film that came out? You see that film? No, I've not so seen that. Exactly, that is exactly is that what it is? It really? really? It's oh. with like Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, um, a couple of others. And yeah, they, they go, oh, we'll get together and rob a bank. And that's Isn't that really it. annoying that I came up with that idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospectively, I yeah. came up with the idea without knowing it was a thing already. Yeah. I could have made it. Was it a successful film? They're yeah. making a sequel. Oh, it's out soon. For God's yeah. sake, I could, it could have been me. Daniel Radcliffe's in the sequel. What, Harry Potter? Yeah. You look, you look a bit like him. Cheers, thanks. You've got to have a look about of Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, well, he looks like someone who'd be into magic, doesn't he? Mm. Like, yeah, he I does. know he does Harry Potter, but yeah. that kind of... In a sense, that's his casting. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well, probably on his CV. Yeah. <laughs> if they do a remake of The Illusionist, he'll be in it. <laughs> um, is there such a thing... Yeah, go on. Oh, this is actually a genuine question. Okay, go on. This is a genuine question. Go on. Is now what you do on the stage yeah. is tricks. Yeah, it's messing, messing about, basically. Yeah. Tricks. Yeah. You're a professional liar. Correct. As are... Stand-ups as well. You know, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not saying that as a yep, 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 yep. disservice to you. However, do you believe there is real magic? See, this is where, in like, if it was another type of interview, I would probably do some really like deep and meaningful thing no, about do that. But I'll be honest. I'll be straight now. Let's just right. be, we're yep, talking straight yep. today. This I'm is how. No, I'm getting. It's called Trickhead Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, right. Let's get rid of that right. straight away. Let's talk, let's talk we'll do, straight. We'll do, you can do the dates at the end. Okay. I don't believe. Magic exists. Full stop. Full stop. No I, way. I'm, I have a selection of skills like misdirection and, yep. and manipulation with cards and coins and, and a bit of psychology that I've all put together and yep. I make it look as close to real magic as you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't exist. And which is why then when people say, oh, but my friend is, or I know someone who's a real psychic or a real this or a yep. real that, 
I oh, like, even, even, even things like ghosts and things like I'm quite sceptical absolutely oh. with you do you know what I even think the word sceptic is wrong right because sceptic implies there's an element of doubt it's like no I just don't believe it it's like no I'm, I'm a factualist yeah okay have you ever met Darren Brown I have met Darren Brown very lovely man okay I've got a friend okay called Barry okay <coughs> who believes yeah genuinely true yeah he believes that in f- is on the record of saying this as well yeah, in yeah. the Parapod in the other, the other podcast mm-hmm. I do he believes that Darren Brown yeah is and I quote the closest thing we've got to the devil okay that's a bit extreme isn't it <laughs> right he's terrified of Darren Brown why in real life okay yeah, yeah. he doesn't trust him right he thinks he's up to no good. Yeah. He thinks, and again, another quote, it's good he's on Channel 4 because somebody's keeping an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, as someone who, would you say you know him? Mm. Enough? Met, met him a few times. If you walked in here, I would go, hello, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Right, fine. Can you either confirm or put that right? I can confirm right now that Darren Brown is not the devil. Okay. He's but not. that's what he'd get you to say. Mm. Well, then... That is what I'm speaking for Barry here. Yeah, yeah. that is what he would get. But you also, to say. if he was the devil, would he be making specials on Channel Four again, or uh, would he be running for president of America? Oh, here we go now. See, you thought it was going to be shit, into you didn't you? Magic prick, you called him that, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, th- but it's um, again. I'll speak for Barry. That yeah. these are all things. These are all you'd said. You've already said in this interview. Yeah. You do misdirection. You've already yes, said that yes, on the yes. record. Yeah, yeah, this could be misdirection right now. Right. You could be misdirecting me. Yeah, to, to you should be com- like confirming to me, like, oh yeah, Barry's stupid. Barry's an idiot. Barry yeah. shouldn't even be like, in charge of a car. Yeah, right. All those things, but you actually know that Barry's the one who's right. Well, it's like if I really had magic powers, yeah, I would want you to believe that I didn't, wouldn't I? Yes, yes, which you've already done, which you've already confirmed. Exactly. Now I don't know where, where did you find this magic prick? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a a line in my show where, so I don't do, we'll talk about the live show in a bit, I guess, but I do this. As we go along. Okay, so I do the show. Trickhead. Doing a show called Trickhead, which is, uh, it's going to be at Edinburgh Festival at the Pleasants, um, but I'm also doing some warm ups in London, so there's one this Thursday. What time at the Pleasants? Um, It's going to be 8.30. In what room? The Kingdom, is it? Kingdom, yeah. yeah, It's going to be good. And I get, so I get, the idea, whole point of it is people see stuff on TV, magic, and they Mm go, I'm not buying this stuff on telly I think it's camera tricks yeah, I yeah. think maybe they're actors they're in on it so I try and make it as random as possible and I get people out of the audience and I will say to that person like, so just confirm for everyone here that you're not an actor you're not a stooge you've not set this up and they go no we haven't and then I always think at that moment they could act that though couldn't they if, I, if they were a paid actor that would be the first line I yeah. would tell them to say wouldn't yep. it so maybe the whole thing's still a shadow but it's a weird thing you can even do it like say in the theatre you can throw a ball out to some random people and yeah. you can make it random I could get it to you pick anyone in the room I could do it, and there'll always be someone in the room and go yeah he's, he's in on it he knows where to he's the in ball. on it and you go what does that mean I've got 30 people in the show that how are about actors? this how about when you get someone out like, yep. say um, yep. right say I'm in the audience right mm-hmm. and you get me out of the audience mm-hmm. but we haven't met at this point we, I know we have now yeah, so we yeah. can't do this now well we, I'll just pretend we'll just pretend it oh Barry Dodds is sending me messages ask him how Darren does the thing at the dog truck <laughs> um, <laughs> right so didn't think we were supposed to talk about that so you got me out of the audience right yes. I think the best way to make so the, audi- the rest of the audience know it's not a plan yeah is just punch them really hard in the face <laughs> right if you punch and actually like, like make them bleed so break their nose oh. so like, well he yeah. wouldn't he wouldn't be able to treat his staff like that and god right. knows I want to here but, but also you're not they legally wouldn't turn up to. after this first show would they who wouldn't well if they were paid actors they wouldn't come back no but they're not time. be proving that they're not paid actors yeah because you'd be okay. like alright why has he not got a black eye <laughs> why did he not have a black eye or ever do that every night why has he not got a black eye yeah and then round Edinburgh you'd only ever see one, yeah. a couple blokes just with one black, man yeah. alright Edinburgh's a bad place to do it <laughs> Somewhere, you know, somewhere else. Um, that's a one way of doing it. Yeah. You could have the have birth you got certificate. A, have you got a list? Is this what you're. <laughs> you're, you're I, I was looking down. You're looking at it. I was like, prepared. <laughs> a list of. No. Go on. Okay, birth I'm certificate. Not, they're, they're questions for James Hans and uh, Jim Sterling, which isn't even on this show. Uh, mate, thanks uh, so much for coming in. We appreciate it. So we should just say your work in progress gig dates are the 19th of May, 9th of June, 16th of June, 14th of July, 21st of July. All are Thursdays. Yes. Go to museumofcomedy.com to get tickets. Yep. Fantastic.
Is it a huntsman or a player that made you pay the cost that now assumes relaxed positions and prostitutes your loss? Were you tortured by your own thirst in those pleasures that you seek that made you Tom the curious that makes you James the weak? You claim you got something going Something you call unique But I've seen yourself pretty showing As the tears roll down your cheeks Soon you know I'll leave you And I'll never look behind Cause I was born for the purpose That crucifies your mind So can't convince your mirror As you've always done before Giving substance to shadows Giving substance evermore And you assume you got something to offer Secret shiny in you But how much of you is repetition That you didn't whisper to him too 